1: It is so great to have you all here to celebrate, to mourn, to talk about Destiny 2, to share stories, to gather, and to have a good time tonight. We welcome you back on the Destiny Show podcast. Welcome in, my friends. Thank you all for joining us as we dive into everything Destiny 2. And we are deep into Lightfall and Season of Defiance and uh, it's hard to believe that we have some sad news to share and some interesting news to share from Bungie from this week's Bungie Weekly Update or this week at Bungie, whichever you may call it. But thank you all so much for tuning in. Shadow Price is here. What is up, Shadow Price?
2: Oh, man, so much. So much is up. Um, I have kind of some story to tell. I don't know. It might be boring for some people, but it's kind of like a revelatory story for me. So, okay. well, <laughs> it kind of happened just recently, so. We're
1: going to hear about that story in just a moment here. And mm-hmm. we have our good friend Vex finally we made this happen. This is this has been probably at least a year in the making, Guardians. Vex, welcome in. So great Hello. to have you on the show.
3: Hello. I am Hello. happy to be here. <laughs> Thank,
1: you. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you. It's such a pleasure. Such an honor to have you join us tonight on the show, and uh, tonight we are going to talk about all of the craziness happening in the world of Destiny 2, and there is always a lot to talk about there, and unfortunately, we also will be remembering the late, great Commander Zavala, who um, Lance Reddick had passed away on the 17th of this month. And we are so, so saddened by his loss. And we wanted to celebrate his life and to remember him and to take a moment to, you know, kind pay of our
2: pay our um, respects. respects. Yeah. Just um, gone way too soon, way too early. Sad.
1: We are, we are so, so sad by his loss. And, um, I guess you know let's let's start with a moment of silence for Lance. We were going to do that later in the show but let's do that now. Let's let's take a minute to just take a moment and remember Lance Reddick. Thank you for
4: everything that you've done. Right, guardians thank you so much for joining
1: us the destiny show podcast is live we are here tonight to dive into all of the craziness from destiny 2 we have a new expansion that we are in the midst of with lightfall we have season of defiance so many things to dive into tonight we have an amazing guest on the show guardians Tonight on the Destiny Show podcast, we return with another amazing Guardian from the Destiny 2 community. We invite Vex Milk on the show to discuss the latest news from Bungie, talk meta, the Crucible, and we honor our late great Commander Zavala, a.k.a. Lance Reddick. And we'll dive into the latest updates from Bungie tonight. Tonight, we welcome a Guardian who... Is crushing it in Destiny Two on the battlefield and in the interwebs of Twitch. Vex Milk is a partnered Twitch creator with over twenty thousand guardians strong, a guardian's mental health ambassador, who loves Destiny Two and horror games. Will share Vex's story of triumph hardship becoming legend and we're so so excited to welcome vex on the show welcome in
3: thank you thank you for having me
1: thank you for being here thank you it's such a pleasure
3: it's uh, a pleasure to be here honestly
1: (laughs) thank you thank you it's so great to invite you on to share your story with our guardians we're going to talk about destiny 2 lightfall we're going to talk about the latest news from bungie and we are going to have a lot of fun tonight. We're going to talk about what we love, what we don't love. We're going to share Vex's story and so much more. Guardians, I hope you're ready. But before we invite Vex for our discussion with the Guardians, we got my good friend here, Shadow Price. What's up?
2: Hey, guys. How's it going? Um, mm-hmm. So I had a something happen at my, at my work tonight. And basically, oh. like I work at a car dealership. OK, so this is unrelated to destiny or anything. Well, right before close, I get this customer that comes walking in and, you know, I'm just like greeting them and everything, just showing them the car. And then I get them in my office. I'm getting ready to present them numbers or actually I present them numbers and everything. What we're giving, you know, how much we're they, they, we pay for the car. Come to find out they, they notice them from a certain area where they're from. And then all of a sudden, I they're like, you look familiar. Uh, Who like, where are you? What's your last? Like, they knew it's all my last name. And then I basically said my mother's maiden name. Come to find out this woman that I was helping was like my second cousin, basically, or my mom's first cousin. um, All the way from upstate New York. But now we're down here in Florida. And apparently, like, I just reconnected with this person tonight. Her and her husband, basically, which is my family. So uh, they like came into my dealership. They could have gone into any other dealership. but They came into my dealership tonight and everything. And I was just completely just completely floored. You know, it was just such a cool like meeting tonight. Just be able to like catch up with them, you know, and like we were just laughing in my office, like not even talking about the car anymore, just like reminiscing and stuff so it's it it was a really cool thing that happened tonight so i just felt like sharing it and stuff so
1: that's really interesting and you know we have so many cool things to uh dive into tonight um it's so cool that you were able to reconnect with a long lost relative and it's It really shows
2: you what a small world it is it does it really does it's amazing like Um, i never thought that like extreme quality to
1: 720p uh let me try something
4: because i think we're having some technical things so i want to make sure everybody can hear us okay working on this i'm so sorry guardians
1: we're working on it i promise um but uh let us know if y'all can hear us okay and guardians we're gonna invite vex for our discussion with the guardians we're gonna talk about vex's story of how vex got started in the community and so so much more we are answering your questions live on the show uh, as soon as i can pull up my show notes here we're gonna Get the show on the road, and thank you all so much for being here tonight. Thank you for joining us, Guardians. This is episode 114 of the Destiny Show podcast. Uh, and first up, we want to ask you, Vex, how did you get started in Destiny? Can you recall that first day that you arrived at the tower?
3: Oh, my gosh. Uh, 2014 during the beta and i actually told you about this uh before you started uh the game as a whole when i first loaded it i actually didn't like it at all i don't know what it was i think it was just a little slow for me on beta i was like this is not it for me i i don't know what's going on i don't understand but when uh dark below came out and i jumped back into it i was like oh Okay, so this is what's going on. This is how we're rolling and I'm in love. The first time I loaded into the tower and you know I saw, you know, our Vanguard uh posted up where they needed to be. I saw all like um the city behind me. I I just in instantly it was just like wow, this is a massive beautiful world that I just want to dive deeper into. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, totally. And I think it's the magic of destiny that for me really attracts me to this game because there's this level of mystique, but also the ability to do something really cool with your friends and to really have an experience with people who maybe live hundreds or thousands of miles away from you, but you can still share this experience with them through video game and i think that's so powerful and so special
3: i wholeheartedly agree i've met some of my best friends through this game um and have bonded with um numerous amounts of people including my fiance, over this game as well so it's just been a constant in my life for the last almost 10 years now
1: yeah no absolutely and now vex so to follow up on that, uh, I'm, I'm curious. Do you have any activities that you enjoy playing the most in Destiny? And I, we, we kind of talked about this briefly before the show, but to share with our guardians, what are some things that you love to play the most in Destiny and why?
3: I am advent on everything PvE. Personally, I dip into PvP. A little bit but i'm not i'm definitely not PvP's not really up my alley for destiny anyway i'll play it when i have to sometimes i get the itch for it but it's not really my thing i am through and through a raid uh well a raid runner and a raid sherpa i teach raids um as well as just i just enjoy running them um i was actually farming rolk yesterday uh just for fun because I just I really enjoy that encounter I really just enjoy raids as a whole I also love dungeons um doing them with friends but also I'm on my quest to do all of my solo flawless dungeons as well I am only missing duality curse that dungeon down to its core god I love it but also oh I hate it so much and I'm mostly just like uh running around in the world just kind of exploring and uh you know bounty bounty farming and just whatever i i can get my hands on pve wise really and if a couple of my friends want to tag along for the way it just makes it even better
1: yeah no absolutely and uh I, i think it's so fascinating how you are able to do these really challenging activities because like i i have an admiration for people who are able to do flawless solo dungeons and to do all of these really heroic activities that most people I would say probably don't at, don't do them on average so I think that it takes a lot of skill and a lot of um,
4: commitment to get to that point So I'm curious like were you always this good doing raids and doing
1: dungeons or was it something you had to work your way up to
3: oh dear god no it was definitely something i had to work with my very first uh the very first raid that i did in destiny as a whole uh not just d2 was vault of glass and i got hard carried through that entire raid i actually made my friend quit the game for three months um i didn't do anything except ad clear they weren't they didn't teach me anything uh and I ended up with to Revenge, Fatebringer Galley out of that secret chest, you know that used to be down through the rocks um, up to the left, and uh, Vex all on the same run. Uh, <laughs> I was destined to have streamer loop before I even knew I wanted to be a streamer, but it's definitely something I've had to practice practice at. Uh, basically learning builds, learning what works for me, um, really getting into and honing my personal playstyle. And just kind of running with it and then as far as learning how to better do raids and how to better teach people how to do raids it's just a lot of research it's a lot of uh playing with mechanics playing with different loadouts and just being like okay how can i maximize like damage output how can i maximize uh you know speed like what do i need to do here to get this done faster or easier it's just a lot of research a lot of practice and a lot of patience patience is a virtue with things like this especially the solo flawless dungeons i just started doing solo i i'm I'm five for six on my solo flawless dungeons i've done uh shattered throne was my first um then i did uh oh god what did i do second it was shattered throne i think i did grasp of avarice Pit of Heresy. Uh Spire the Watcher. I'm missing one. Oh god. What am I missing?
2: The um prophecy dungeon.
3: Ah, prophecy, yeah. yes.
2: Yeah.
3: Prophecy. Shadow throne prophecy, grasp of avarice. No. Shadow throne prophecy. Pit of heresy, grasp of avar Spire uh, grasp of avarice. Spire the watcher. And now I'm on duality. And I I didn't even know that I had it in me to do them. I was just one day, I was just like, you know what? I feel like challenging myself. Let's go, let's go give this a shot. And then I kind of got in the groove and I was like, oh, okay. So this is how we do this. And then I just started playing around with loadouts. I played around with a couple of different builds and I, I run this all in a hunter and people tell me I'm uh, insane for d- even remotely attempting this on a hunter. Cause they're like, you're squishy. You, you can't stay alive. You don't have any kind of special ability. I'm like, watch me watch me so i'm five for six on my hunter as well but it's it's patience and practice and just playing around until you find what works for you really that's impressive no (laughs) well
1: No well hunters are really fun to play with
3: yeah well hunters can also be unkillable too is if you build them correctly and if you're fast enough Uh finally i i tell people all the time i i don't mind titans i don't mind warlocks but Hunters, for me, it's not just an aesthetic thing. It it is an aesthetic thing. They're they're beautiful. Let's be real. Hunters Mm. got the best drip in the game. I'm gonna catch a lot of flack for that. I don't care. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) I love my titans. I love my warlocks, but my hunter, my quick, nimble, beautiful baby. I just I love her. She's been my baby since the uh since the beta for destiny. And I, I can't I couldn't let her go i love how they play and i love arc i i will not take arc 3.0 i have the most disgusting uh, liar's handshake yeah. build i've <laughs> ever seen in my life cross counter is one of the most beautiful beautiful things while you're running these dungeons
2: yeah i was gonna say the same thing that i i really uh really uh, messed with the arc 3.0 last season and before Bungie changed, like some of the, the way the mods worked and everything. And Oh my God, I was unkillable. I felt like running and just like punching everything and stuff, punching and shotgunning and getting the extra damage with the shotgun and everything too. And it was just, it was a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. I've been, I've been having a lot of fun with my warlock because um somebody in our community was really helpful in um getting my build a little bit optimized for grenades and let me tell you i've been enjoying that the fusion nades on the warlock oh man it's it's fun it is a lot of fun it's been helping me a lot in um doing all the raids and all the fun activities so do check that out maybe we'll share on social or on our blog uh with that uh, specific loadout
3: oh uh, my friend has a busted and i mean bungie will probably nerf it level busted uh fusion grenade warlock build it's it's foul it is foul he also i also have a disgusting trip mine build on my hunter trip mine uh knife trick dodge. And a rocket. Ro- oh, I I actually rocket trip mine uh knife trick dodge. Use like a rocket with demolitionist. Oh my lord, I was doing we 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 tested this out on rolk I was doing about 3 mil damage with just trip mines on rolk Oh wow. It is that's,
1: insane. That's You're going to have to share that build with us because now I'm I'm curious.
3: Oh, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have Destiny pulled up if you want me to yeah. like roll through it real quick.
1: So, Guardians, make sure you are connected with us on Twitter because we're going to be sharing this on Twitter and in the (laughs) Destiny 2 community. Make sure you join us. Uh, Destiny.show slash community will get you in and you can hang out with all of us. We do daily events in Destiny and we have a pretty big clan. I'm not sure how, don't ask, but like, we have like 600 people in the clan now.
4: You split it up like a smart
1: person, yeah. So, if anyone's looking for a clan, you can join us. Uh, let me actually share that in chat if anyone is interested in hanging out with us in the Destiny 2 community. And we have an amazing team over there: we have Cold Death, we have Shadow Price, we have Greedy, we have Viz. So many awesome people in the community are there. Uh, and I will share the links to that, so you can all check it out. and guardians, um i'm I'm curious now. you know, we all have um our favorite weapon in the game. And <laughs> I think for me. Um, I know what that weapon will be, but I'm curious for what is your favorite weapon in destiny at the moment?
3: Outbreak a hundred percent. okay outbreak perfected is my baby i have a 3d printed one actually on the way
2: nice uh, that's awesome
3: thanks to uh these little uh dum-dums in your chat right now thank you gamers
2: you uh,
3: that, they they really actually funny, they funded it for me because they know i'm a <laughs> i'm an advent outbreak user even when people yell at me for it i'm like uh-huh, don't care i'm using it anyway
1: <laughs> love that well that's really kind of them and now how are you getting that printed do you have a is it being 3d printed or how how does that work
3: so it's 3d printed and then painted and it'll come in two separate uh two separate pieces that i just have to uh mold together or not mold together uh glue together
2: oh how like big is that like it's the scale
3: it's the scale oh, so it's nuts. huge hold on do you want to let me i can send you a link to it actually let me let me uh let me pop that pop that link in here somewhere i gotta find it i gotta find it first but it's gorgeous and they do a whole bunch of them too i'm telling you etsy is your best friend with these kinds of Mm -hmm. things
2: oh yeah i've seen some really good ones on etsy i have a 3d printed devil you know so do you really yeah
4: Mm -hmm. that's pretty that's pretty cool
2: yeah Huh. I want a I want a 3D printed shadow price, but you know, that one's probably gonna be a little bit of
1: that would be pretty appropriate. Yeah. You know what weapon I would like 3 printed? Is. What either a vigilance wing, a galler horn, or an icebreaker.
3: I miss icebreaker. I mean, like imagine oh just God, having like, an icebreaker. icebreaker
1: on your wall in like full scale. Come on.
3: I, I I'm gonna be real with you. I never had an icebreaker in D1. I never got lucky enough to get one. Really? Yeah. Okay.
4: Well, now I feel bad. Don't feel bad.
3: It's fine. It happens. It you know happens. That, you
2: know Is that gun still dropping Destiny one?
3: Nah, uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: I think it's from um, what wasn't it from like one of like uh, Zavala's like bounties or something? When you're doing like one of the the nightfalls or something, I I, yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, you had to get so many points or something, I think.
3: Oh,
4: okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a good time. I really hope they bring it back. You know, maybe
1: maybe in the final shape. Maybe in the final shape, we'll finally get our icebreaker. We'll we'll talk more about this. I
3: don't know if I want icebreaker. I'll tell you what, Zalo supercell with 3.0 would have been amazing.
1: Oh Ooh, yeah. That I think that would break the game though.
3: Good. Telesto already does that. We need a we need a secondary Telesto. We Do need you remember...
1: to counter that. I, I get that. Do
3: you remember a couple months ago when Dim, like the AI, like the 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 not the ai what is it the 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 ui sorry when the ui when you'd scroll over your stuff and damn it would just it would just hover to lesto 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 oh yeah yeah
2: yep (laughs) oh
1: yeah i remember i remember those times so i'm curious vex you know you you're finally here this has been so long in the making and I'm I'm curious to share with our guardians what is your origin story? How did you get your start in the community? Why did you become a content creator? Like what is your what is your story that you want to share with the guardians everywhere?
3: Oh man, that that's a I actually didn't start out as a Destiny content creator. Um I started out as an Overwatch Creator Really? Yeah, I took a really big break from Destiny after Shadow Keep, okay. um, and I came back to it when Beyond Light came out. I was like, you know what? I love this game, I'm itching, I need it back. and then I picked it up at Beyond Light and I never put it back down again. And so I, I my name has always been Vex Milk because I've always again, I've always loved the game. I just I need PVP sometimes. that's not Destiny. So I I went with a different direction for a little while, and then uh, when I went back to Destiny, my name made more sense. And then I was like, okay, well, this is my niche. This is my whole thing. And community as a whole, I I joined Twitter in like I think 2020. <laughs> At least my oh, new wow. Twitter, anyway. I don't remember. Actually, I can look. Uh, yeah, January of 2020. I I jumped back on Twitter. So this has been uh about three years now and i just started following you know destiny creators that i enjoy i destiny creators like oh i really like watching them or i'd really like to get a chance to play with them someday and you know obviously follow the bungee homies you know like t-rex and uh you know daddy parsons and you know all the community managers dirty F and hippie you know dmg before he left and uh sam and all of them holy excuse me um and then you know the people that got me started on destiny as a whole so like professor broman king gathalion um gunny char uh, just the whole gaggle you know the whole gaggle of dudes Um, uh you
2: just named their like whole raid group
3: (laughs) i i love them i really do and so i got my start just by playing the game And just try reaching out, and you know, making friends. You know, not just in Destiny, but on Destiny. This is going to sound silly. Destiny Twitch. So, like, you make friends, you go into people's streams. You're like, oh, I vibe with you, and you play a lot of Destiny. Like, let's let's play later or something. Or, you know, I really like your content. You play Destiny. I want to be around for a while, and it it just kind of snowballs from there. So, I was very fortunate in the last couple in the last year or so. um, I reached out to professor broman has and will always be my biggest inspiration in content as a whole not just destiny just like as somebody i look up to but mainly for what he's done in destiny what he does for destiny you know the whole what he does for the community as a whole because regardless of if he plays it all the time still he's still a big part of it he always will be same with like goth and and all of them I, i was i've been very fortunate um in the past couple of years i reached out to bro man you know just to let him know like hey i just want you to know like i really admire you you are one of the reasons i started making content i love watching your streams i love watching your videos i i just absolutely adore you to pieces and he actually to my surprise reached back out to me and then a couple weeks later ended up following me back on twitter and i was like oh okay um was unexpected and wonderful and then it again it just kind of snowballed from there so i'm, I'm sure you, you know Shar. yes
1: yes of course okay
3: so char how i met Shar is actually really in my opinion really hilarious i'm a vtuber right so i i do i'm an anime girl on the internet which befuddles a lot of people they don't really understand it and i'm like that's eh, fine and i'm just a cat girl on the internet and i'm really loud that's all you need to know and it's just uh char had made a tweet and i think he was being he was just being facetious or he was just being ironic or something he's like man need more vtubers that play destiny and i was like oh someone tagged me and i was like oh hi i am a vtuber and i play a lot of destiny so i just like posted like a random clip of me and my friends dancing in vault of glass and then he followed me from there and again it just snowballed so then from there it was like be more and gunny and sonic and fitzy and all of them and then i actually was very very fortunate enough to be able to do a raid like with gunny and goth and all of them and i i was freaking for lack of a better word freaking the fuck out that's Um,
5: cool
3: and now me and gunny are really good friends you know we we talk all the time we play all the time uh goth and me are friends on here bro man i i'm just very very lucky to have been able to meet some of my idols in this community and play and play alongside them and just have the opportunity to be like hey I'm friends with like, not, I wouldn't say like friends, friends, obviously that's a little weird, but you know, friends, discord friends with these people. And I, I'm just very, I'm very fortunate and I count my lucky stars and, they, and I wouldn't be doing any of this if it wasn't for destiny as a whole. So I, I just, I, it just kind of snowballed from reaching out to just being friendly and trying to make friends and trying to market and network and marketing and network It's like, yeah, you know, eh, whatever. I'm more into just making friends and talking, trying to talk to people that I've wanted to talk to for years and years and years. So I, I just, it's just a lot of, for lack of, I'm sorry, lack of a better word, just talking a lot of talking. <laughs> and now here we are almost three years later, you know, friends with a good portion of these people, you know, joking around on Twitter and, you know, making plans for raids. And it, it's just, it's, it's crazy to me. It's, it's, it's insane, insane to me i never thought i'd ever get to where i am let alone be able to play with these people that i've looked up to since i was like literally in high school
1: it has been it has been a wild ride like to think that we've been playing this game for a decade to me i never imagined playing any individual game for any period of time like this so it's really cool to see how everyone in the community supports each other and, and the impact that everybody has on each other's journey here you mentioned some pretty awesome names like goth he's great he does a lot for the community and um have nothing but respect for him and everything that he's done um i know that wasn't he one of the originators of um destiny con
2: yeah, Bro- uh, Guardian Gun, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, and K Magic and uh, yeah, and goth, yeah.
3: And some of them will be at GCX this year, and I'm really excited because I this is the first year I'm going, and I'm so oh, nice.
1: When, when is GCX this year?
3: That is August 4th and
2: 5th, I believe.
1: Okay, well, we're gonna have sure. to sign up for it. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> yeah we're not too far from there if they plan oh, on having it in tampa or orlando it's, it's
3: uh it's gonna be at the Ryzen risen Ryzen shingle in orlando across from SeaWorld.
1: Oh, oh nice actually you know what i stayed right across from SeaWorld for uh podfest um a couple months back
3: i uh, my it's mom lives live over there
1: location <laughs> i i would bet
3: my mom lives over there it's super Super exciting that I don't have to pay for a hotel.
5: <laughs> That's a mm-hmm. good perk.
3: Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Shadow and price, you knew where we're
1: staying. I'm totally kidding. But um I'm excited. I'm excited for Guardian, Guardian Con GCX. Excuse me name change i
2: went when it was destiny con i went it's the and, same
3: thing i
2: went in 2016 like in the second year of its uh you know the inception
3: i never got it, to go so this should this is uh this is the first for me i'm usually a uh a disney goer this will be a first for TwitchCon as well
4: so we
1: asked questions from the destiny 2 community over on twitter and we had some really great questions and we want to ask you because the community is dying to know. First question we have is from Echelon from Twitter. Thank you for your question. Who would it be if you had to choose between any Destiny 2 villain to hang out with on the beach?
3: Oh, a villain. And I actually know who that is. That's actually if you that's hang act- out with any villain
1: in Destiny 2. And you can hang out on the beach with them, who would it be? Mm, I fill like that. In. That's a good question.
3: Oh, that's <laughs> okay. I'm gonna have to go with uh go with uh daddy oryx if I'm being hundred percent with you. I-, I gotta go with I gotta go with my uh pi- pinnacle d1 Batty. ttk <laughs> oryx. Hundred percent. Also, I know who that is. That's actually somebody I met on Destiny. He has been my friend now, this goober for almost a decade. (laughs) I know who that is. That's
4: Nathan.
1: (laughs) Love that. It's great how you can just identify who it is. That's that's a a great skill to have.
3: That's a goober, is what that is. Mm -hmm. That's a goober. Is that a goofy goober? goober? Yo, that's a straight goofy goober. Nathan, do be kind of goofy and kind of smelly mm. if I'm being honest with you. Oh god.
1: That's an interesting question though. Shadow Praise, what about you? Oh yeah. You
4: can hang out on the beach with a villain. Who would it be? Ooh. Hmm.
2: Um let's see. Orcs. That's a that's a really good one. Um mm-hmm. uh, callus. I to hang out on the beach with Callus because I think he, would, oh, he, he he'd be like uh, he'd be partying. Listen. I think Shadow
1: Price misses uh, Leviathan and all the bathers. Oh no,
3: <laughs> my friend, uh, my friend Sigma. He's got this. It grosses me out every time he says it. Callus is the sex symbol of destiny. I'm like, sir, I <laughs> I need you to say psych right now. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. That was awful. I was like, absolutely not.
2: Is it, that's the thing, though. I hate the Leviathan raid. I hate that raid. But, like, I think Callus as a character is cool. Like, he's always, he just wants to party all the time. You know, He's still whiny. He's whiny. Just, he's white. Well, yeah, a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> I was you like, Callus. I want to
3: hang out with. Who do you want to hang out with?
1: I want to hang out with Eris Morn.
3: She's not a villain. She's not a I villain, know. though.
1: But, you know, maybe she does something at some point. Who knows? Doubtful.
3: Doubtful. I'd want to hang out with her just because her eyes are goopy, bro. Her eyes do be gooping. I just really like her.
2: I just want to hang, hang out with Marosov. Marosov. That's who I want to hang out with. Mara, yeah, Marosov, man. She bows to no one. I'm She's sorry, you mean mom?
3: Mommy? Sorry, mommy? Sorry, mommy? mommy? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> mommy sorry mommy, mommy sorry mommy sorry ooh somebody else oh saint saint
1: so we got another question from dark shadow mm-hmm. thank you for your question dark shadow do you ever experience destiny burnout
3: I uh, yeah yeah when you get to like the very end of a season um and you're kind of you know, you did all your GMs, you gilded Conquer. I'll, I'll be gilding it for a fourth time this season because I hate myself. Um, so that's fun. Um, but I feel like after I get my final solo flawless and I gild my conqueror, I'm just gonna kind of be be bopping around, helping people with raids and getting my uh getting my weeklies done. Other than that, I mean I, I basically kind of like play it nonchalantly until the next DLC comes out, which is nothing wrong with that. I don't get straight burnout, like I'm not like I don't want to touch this game. I don't want to do anything in Destiny. I just get like, oh, I'm gonna get on, get my weeklies done, browse around the tower a little bit, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off. Get back on tomorrow. You know, that kind of jazz.
4: But never straight burnout. Never straight burnout. Not since Shadow Keep anyway.
2: Interesting. Yeah, because that um undying mind thing that a storyline was <laughs> I don't uh... know. no dude
3: infinite forest made me want to die i am sorry it was the same thing over and over i was like please bungie i love you so much please give me something else i hate this
2: i know i'm Um, with you on that one
1: i think one of the most tedious things for me in destiny was probably besides the uh, osiris
4: expansion That was pretty rough back in the day. But um, I would have to say uh, Moments of Triumph. Or no, no, Solstice of Heroes.
1: Because you had to literally grind out on all three characters in the blind well for hours. Why? Because it was the most efficient way for you to get some kind of progression that you had to do. And I remember I grinded like. Almost until the very end, and I still didn't finish it. And I was just—it felt bad.
4: You no. Know?
3: See, bad. I didn't do that. <laughs> I actively avoided that.
4: Who did Niobe
1: Labs? Hmm? Who remembers that? Who did what? We Niobe attempted
2: Labs. Niobe Labs, but uh, <laughs> huh? we didn't get very far when in it.
1: First came out. Mm. That was rough
2: It was so rough that people couldn't solve it Until like Bungie like had to give people a clue And everything
3: Oh my gosh <clears throat> I think one of the worst Oh we're talking like D1 stuff too yeah. right? right Oh my Merry mother of fuck The Morse <laughs> the and It's not even Morse code I don't even remember what the hell it was called God Binary. Yes, the,
2: the binary yeah, code, yes, yeah. for
3: outbreak. <laughs> I
1: enjoyed that.
2: Daddle's group sold, sold that one, I, I believe. It was.
3: hated it. Math class, I, I was like, This is awful. I graduated in 2011. Please stop. Please stop. I make it stop. I don't want it anymore. I was upset. The pain. I was <laughs> upset for lack of a better word.
1: Was it? Was it worse than Skolas?
3: Yes. Yes.
2: 100% <laughs> yes. Speaking of Skolas, did you like Prison of Elders? Uh, I loved Pecs? PoE. Me too. Me I too. want it
3: back. Give it to me. Rebuild me it and throw some new baddies in it because I need, I want it back.
2: We're on the oh. same wavelength, absolutely.
3: I want to hear the AI warden go, Psylocke, the defiled! Really, really <laughs> loud
2: in my ears that was perfect <laughs> oh, really yeah. loud
3: in my ears he just screamed that for no the only one that he screamed i don't know why
2: every yeah every time <laughs>
3: he only screamed psylocke he didn't scream anyone else's name don't know why <laughs> it, it, he just had a he had a get a thing for psylocke i guess or like a, a, yeah. thing a...
1: we got a question from cheeser from the destiny 2 community hey, what, hey, up, Cheezer. what is your favorite game outside of Destiny? I know you're a big horror game fan. So Ooh.
3: Okay. You, you, got? you got one of two choices then. Do you want okay. a non horror game or my favorite horror game of all time, or do you want both? Because I've got Lay both on me. Okay. Overwatch. Okay. Because I hate myself. That, okay, that, I'm a masochist. Here, I'm a masochist. I play competitive Overwatch. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Okay. No
1: pressure there.
3: Favorite horror game of all Dead Space. Dead Space. I, I have keep the marker. That
2: game's awesome. I started I have, it and I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: have the marker tattooed on my right
2: forearm. Nice. How's the remake?
3: Uh uh-huh. I love it. I love it.
2: Nice. That's awesome. Are you gonna remake <laughs> the other we ones too? Overwatch. I don't know somewhere.
3: Overwatch One does not exist anymore because Overwatch Two is free to play. Oh. <laughs> oh.
2: Well, I might actually give it a try now since it's free to play.
3: <laughs> uh, it's really fun. Just be prepared for very toxic pieces of garbage,
2: because uh, okay. you wouldn't think in like a game like that that you would get. Dude,
3: that. it's competitive PvP. They yeah. they they hate everybody. I get it. I got somebody the other day, cringe VTuber, ha ha ha. And I was like, okay, dude, I I need you to, uh, I need you to go. Go back into your room and shut the door and just be quiet. You you get on my nerves like I can't with you.
1: So now for anyone who's new to Overwatch, how is that different from the experience that we get in Destiny?
3: Uh, It plays like a MOBA. So think like uh, a first person shooter, but every single character does something completely and entirely different than each other. Uh, and you have to change characters to better fit a situation like if one team's running one comp you need to switch it up to counter their comp so let's say i'm a tank main so for example uh like i play diva she's a dive tank dive tanks are good for diving squishies squishy heroes like uh, like a healer or a soon to be dead dps you dive in you kill them and you peel out you have a diva and what you want to play on the enemy team is like Azaria. She is not a shield tank per se, but she bubbles herself. And when you bubble, when you use her bubble and people shoot at you, she gains <laughs> charge, which makes her damage output more. She's harder to kill for a dive. She's harder for a dive tank to kill. She counters them very well. And D.Va also can't eat her beam. D.Va has a defense matrix that can eat projectiles. A, a projectile beam is not an actual projectile. So, you know, she can't eat that. So it's a good counter. It's kind of one of those games. It plays very much like a MOBA, um, but it is a first person shooter, very competitive, very fast paced. Uh, I really, really like it. They have an arcade mode too where you can play games. I like playing Mystery Heroes, which is basically you get a new character every time you die, and it's hilarious, and I love it.
2: Is there a PVE in that game?
3: <laughs> no. You
2: know? No. All PVP. Yep. Gotcha. But there's a lot of different modes, right? Lots of objective modes. Mm-hmm modes and things like that
3: well every single game mode is an objective based game mode so you have capture the point and then push the payload or you have like a tug of war with a robot basically mm. very very good well i'll check that out
1: for sure
3: i mean it's free it can't hurt nothing
1: yeah can't hurt and it's something free, y'all
3: right? could play with me i can teach you how to play that <laughs> there
1: we go. it's date
2: got it <laughs> So, you just gotta like put down destiny for a night. and That's all.
3: I mean, I <laughs> yeah, no you, no, you definitely no get you definitely get sucked into it, to be fair. <laughs> hey, at least it's a fun game with friends. Yeah, I'll just be sitting there screen There's a character uh called Roadhog, and every time my friend gets ye- he can yeet you with like a like a retractable chain. So every time you get yeeted well, yeah, by I, a I pig, you just go pig, pig, pig. pig! Freak out. He's great. He's a tank. I, I I'm a tank man. I love tanks. Uh DPS are fun. And then you have healers, which are basically the backbone of the entirety of the game. So it's it's you fantastic.
2: Tell, you can tell it's a blizzard game. You got DPS tanks and healers.
3: <laughs> it's a so MOBA. Your favorite,
1: what is your favorite horror game?
3: Oh, Dead Space. 100 percent Dead Space. Ooh, okay
1: see i was thinking more along the lines of like a resident evil i love
2: resident evil Evil, but love resident evil too like two is like love 2
3: don't 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 even get me started on leon oh my boy (laughs) oh my boy but I, i i love resident evil i really really love resident evil but they're not as scary they're scary and they still get me but dead space there's just something about being alone on a necromorph infested ship, where they're crawling through the vents, that just gets me worse.
2: <laughs> what about Silent Hill? What's your? uh Oh, I Ooh, love that's a good one.
3: I yeah. love Silent Hill. Speaking of two new games coming out by them, very excited. Konami finally has two more coming out because since they canceled PT, so that's super exciting. If you haven't watched the the, uh, the trailer for it, you definitely should look it up it is amazing whoa. what are they what are the games uh, god oopsies let me double check here really quick
2: because pt was holy shit that game they're, was they're scary.
3: remaking silent hill 2 so Ooh, yes that
2: was my that. favorite one. Oh, yes wow. love that game and then the game.
3: the new silent hill is silent hill f
2: whoa nice
3: it is i love
2: I'm nice. so excited. I'm excited to play Silent Hill 2 like remake. Like oh yeah. going that's gonna be nuts. Gonna Pyramid be awesome. Head
3: is uh <laughs> listen, I have an unhealthy attraction to serial killers. Not 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 at real serial serial killers. Let me let me let me just make that very clear. Not real ones. I'm not like, oh my god, Ted Bundy. Ugh. no. None of that. Thank
1: you, Thank you for fake,
3: clarifying that. Fake, fakey serial killers like go, my, my go-to ghost face, ghost face all of them all of them yes, 100% You ever seen the ghost face thirst traps on TikTok? Yeah that's the side of TikTok I like to be on. My backpack is ghost face, my wallet is ghost face, I have a ghost face charm on my keys uh, ghost face tattoo is to come I, I, I love, I love him i love him um but pyramid is head is also Street? one of those
2: yes okay I, I i had i was just thinking that yes. i was like who's Ghostface? oh yeah it's gotta be scream Up guys.
3: every single screen movie is fantastic as a masterpiece scream six
2: just I saw that recently was really it's good oh so good my kids went and saw it so oh god it it's out. so
3: good he mm-hmm. was violent and i was That's here I for it and i was here for it yeah i'm into it's everything good. Uh, I'm sorry. So, here's
1: an interesting question. Yes, I'm curious. What are you both most excited to play this year that's not Destiny this year? But it's a game that must be coming out this year.
2: Um Tears of the Kingdom.
3: <laughs> Zelda. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to Love that. <laughs> I'm going to catch flack for this one, but I I do enjoy me my cozy games. Um, they're remaking Harvest Moon: uh, A Wonderful Life,
2: and I'm very excited for that in July. <laughs> yeah, love it. I, I it's coming out on my birthday. Like Tears yeah. of the Kingdom is coming Ooh. out on my birthday. How so do you, how do you not? So I I know what I'll be playing on my birthday. So
1: here's so and on the topic of Zelda, we didn't talk about this and. Welcome to the Nintendo podcast, everyone. Clearly. <laughs> but um, they came out with a new um, console, new Nintendo Switch.
4: Oh. And it was
1: themed around Zelda. And your boy did a thing. <laughs> Me too.
5: <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm oh, sorry. I couldn't no. help it. Like, it, it's Zelda. It's cool. It's awesome.
2: This so, is true. Uh,
1: we'll be getting a new Nintendo Switches eventually.
2: What's your
3: uh, thoughts on Zelda, Vex? What? I'm sorry. Zelda. Oh, I love Zelda. I can finish Ocarina of Time in about six hours. I know it backwards and forwards, what? literally. Master Quest I can get done uh, in about seven hours myself. I know Ocarina of Time backwards and forwards. Uh, it is my favorite, my all-time favorite. I love it. I used to. I actually used to speedrun that game uh, my early Twitch days, um, not without cheats. Like I didn't do like the actual speedrunner stuff. I just literally went from beginning to the end. Through and through, with no cheats, just did the whole thing. I can do it in about six hours, and that's including the Bigoron sword quest and most of the Golden Skulltulas. But I know where all of them are as well, as well as well, all the heart pieces. Um, impressive. I love, I love it. That's impressive. <laughs> it's a that, Ocarina will always how be my favorite. Gamer.
2: Yeah, that's my favorite Zelda game of all time. Is same, Ocarina.
3: same. Yeah. I love Majora's Mask. So Majora's Mask, very close second. The music in Zelda games. I mean, like, we we could talk about Destiny soundtrack all day. Destiny soundtrack, hands down, one of the most beautiful soundtracks on the planet. But Mm. Zelda music
2: just be hitting the spot sometimes. Iconic. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, for me, I think Zelda music is just, like, it's like comparing apples and oranges. You just can't really do that. Like, I think, Zelda, you have to be in a certain mood. But like as far as like my number one, Destiny has that place.
5: Destiny
1: Destiny has number
2: one for me, but Final Fantasy games like Nubu Amatsu. Oh my god. Like amazing. Amazing. Final Fantasy
3: nine. Nine, Nine. seven, and ten. Nine, seven, and
2: ten. Yep. Seven, nine,
3: and ten are my favorites. Yeah. I did enjoy thirteen. Very hot take on that one, but I I really did like thirteen.
2: I tried to like thirteen, but I just uh, think
3: Lightning is cute. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself.
2: No, she is definitely for sure. She
3: she a cutie, dude. I I was I was sold. I was like, "You're cute. I'm fine with this. This is okay. I'm I'm okay. I'm not a fourteen person. I don't like MMOs, which is stupid, right? I play Destiny, but I just I, I well, Destiny's not really. It's not the same kind of MMO, I guess. Yeah i don't i don't like straight mmos like i don't like world of warcraft i don't like final fantasy 14 i don't like there's just too much too much in my face i have really bad adhd and i get really bad anxiety when there's too much going on
2: and that, that i love is just way too much <laughs> i love i would love if they would remake three because i love three too three oh yeah was, three so my was dad. Incredible. yeah
3: my dad played all of them although i'll tell you what you know what I never want to do again in the entirety of my existence? Blitzball. Ne- I never want to play Blitzball <laughs> again in the entirety of my existence. Yeah, I no, it, hated Blitzball. I was so
2: bad at it.
3: I wasn't even bad at it. I did the computers on the PS2 were just cheats.
2: Yeah, they were. They I was like, "My were.
3: god."
1: <laughs> so freaking terrible. Um, um I'm, e- I'm curious what's what would you say is the scariest game that you've ever
3: played oh dear jesus that's that's hard um you know what actually no it's not it's one i played recently the mortuary assistant that game gave me nightmares for weeks
2: for, for me it was silent hill one Ooh, like just playing money. it for the first time Back in '99, and I'm like, when the game, when the screen started shifting and stuff, like it was really messing with my head. And yeah. the fact that it would switch between the the real world and the nightmare world, and oh my god! And it was when those sirens went off, <laughs> oh, the movie is and, fantastic too. By the oh, way, oh yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, Not the I second one. It. The second one was Boo Boo. Now the first one, I saw it in the theaters. First, so everything. did I.
1: Mm-hmm. So my my scariest game by far is probably resident evil village in vr
3: <laughs> but, but you can look at lady dummy mommy like actually <laughs> literally look at look up at her oh my god i love that woman i love that woman
1: she <laughs> <It's like> did <laughs> frighten me having like a psychopath chasing you with an with a weapon whether it's virtual or not to me is like that's it feels pretty real i'm not oh, gonna lie dear
3: jesus doing the baby house and the... Uh, no oh, thank you my God, yeah no thank you that entire house was a no for me did you it's play creepy. the dlc it's creepy did you play uh, the dlc
1: i have not touched the dlc i'm not brave enough
3: listen i um i shit my jorts so i'm not gonna lie to you it was <laughs> awful I, you go back to the dollhouse and it's not what you think it is. And it's so, it's so much worse. It's so much worse. It's it. Please play it for the love of God. Oh dear. It is. Uh, I'll
1: have to work on the, uh, the courage to do it, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there.
3: You need to play Mortuary (laughs) Assistant. If you think that was scary, you need to play Mortuary Assistant. So Mortuary Assistant, one man game. Okay. One person made it. His name is brian clark darkstone games love this dude he's fantastic um the game itself is terrifying for a few reasons one you're just you're 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 embalming cadavers like that's what you you know you're a mortuary assistant you're a mortuary assistant you you're embalming cadavers but like obviously oh there's demons ah, ha, ha 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 cool um which is like fine whatever i'm going in here like i'm brave i can do this this is fine Little did i know there is not a single ounce of audio cue for anything in that game not one you'll turn around something's just there it's looking at you or you won't even ever know you'll see it out of, you won't even see it out of the corner of your eye it's just in the corner looking at you something'll jump out at you but you didn't see it was there there's nothing to indicate that a jump like you're 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 walking around the same building so there's no there's no indication that anything's going to cause you a jump scare things are just there or things just happen and it is terrible in the best way it's awful i remember vividly the first time that that game scared me so bad i had to get up and walk away i uh there was i i have names for all the 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 air quote ghosts if you will we got karen who just looks like a swamp woman you got bobo who's a mimic he's like all white and he's got like Gerard Way eyeliner and like all black lips and stuff and then you have Mothman, who's just like a black shadow figure yeah. with red eyes. Um, and Karen was stood in the doorway, just staring at me like eyes and head following you. And I was like, OK, are you going to do anything? Because you're freaking me out. So I moved closer to her and then she disappeared. You know, light turned off. I was like, OK, cool. I guess she went away because every other time that one of the creatures has like done that, they've just been gone. So I go to like go through the door to turn the light back on. She just yeets me, scared me so bad i had to get up and walk away for like 10 minutes i have never screamed that loud in my life and again there's no audio cues like you know most scary games they've got like build up music when something's about to happen or like when they want to make you think something's about to happen no none. there's none of that in this game
2: none none of it's it Just all the tension just yes. no tension building it just happens all at once yeah yeah
3: yep and you never know when it's coming where it's coming from because every single shift is different Every single time, the scares will be different. Every single time, creatures will will act differently, talk differently, move differently, whatever have you. It's insane. It's fantastic. For like $25, bucks, is a... a, You have to pick... It's a a must-pick up. It's fantastic.
1: Well, we're definitely going to have to check that out. For sure.
3: Especially if you're like me, and you like having the shit scared out of you. (laughs)
1: So, if you are a masochist, do check that out.
3: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Greedy from the Destiny Two community wants to know. yes a question. <laughs> what do you do outside of video games and
4: your Twitch channel? What do you do in real life? Um, not gaming. Uh,
3: I occasionally touch grass. <laughs> occasionally, um. I I that's hard because like even when I'm not streaming, I'm still playing video games. Video games are like a constant for me. I'm always on I'm either on my it God, you name you name it, I have it. I've got my PS5, we have our Series S. Me and my fiance both have a computer. We both have our own switch. I have an OLED, he has the Animal Crossing switch, we both have a 3DS um a 3DS XL. Um, I also dabble around in like just watching videos with discord. We we watch movies together a lot and I like movies. I watch a lot of movies. I watch a lot of horror, horror movies. Cause I'm a, I, again, I'm just, I I can't help myself. I literally won't watch anything else, uh, <laughs> but <clears throat> excuse me. Literally. That's just about it. Occasionally I'll get out and go with my friends somewhere, but we'll go like just to get ramen and then come back and play video games. I recently got a modded Wii and I have a GameCube as well um Ooh, nice. we've been playing like we've been playing like mario party and stuff and i i really just video games i i and then that's gonna sound so stupid and cliche but i i've always always since i got my hands on my first game boy color the nes and the n64 just video games have always been a constant always very cool content mm, streaming just came obviously later but video games have always been my love, my passion, like everything I, everything I love in life, so I, I, it only makes sense that I'd get to do it for a living now, thanks to them, of course. So.
1: That's really cool. Well, that's awesome that you know you get to do what you love and you get to create content around video games and you know it's crazy because people often think that you can't turn your hobby into a full-time way of earning a living and you very much can i think that a creator economy creates so many cool opportunities that we didn't quite have before and uh it's definitely an exciting time
3: it's it's crazy to me i never ever thought if you told me like when i was in high school that i'd be playing video games for a living i would told you you're crazy i would have told you you're actually insane i'm like i'm not good enough for that i still don't think i'm good enough for what i do right now i'm very and This is gonna i ew i'm gonna cry i'm very 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 grateful and fortunate to have the community i do and i mean this with my whole heart i would not be alive without them um i had i, I got diagnosed with cervical cancer in 2020 and in last 20 last year 2022 june 2022 i had a full hysterectomy um and that got funded because of my community and if you know who this is because of one Mr. your narrator who is now a friend of mine as well um just selfless strangers who have become friends and my community I would I literally would not be alive without them and they continue to help me as I'm still navigating the possibility that the cancer still has spread regardless of having the hysterectomy so I just I I thank the universe for them Every day, and just let them know how appreciative I am of them because not only do I get to do what I love for a living because of them, I get to live my life because of them. So I literally owe them everything.
1: And thank you. Thank you so much for uh, opening up about such a challenging and uh, intimate thing. So really appreciate you sharing that. And I hope that you get better and I hope you get well.
3: I hope that wasn't oversharing. I just I I'm I'm very open about everything. My whole philosophy for the internet is be open, be honest to a comfortable degree. Because as long as you are open and honest, and you treat people the way you want to be treated, like you can't have. They're like, oh, you stayed out of drama forever. I'm like, yeah, because I stay in my lane. I'm open and I'm honest. Nobody can start things with me because they don't have anything to start with me about. You know what I mean? It it does nobody any good to lie to people on the internet. And I feel like if I'm if I'm making a living off solely off of the generosity of other people and you know, the community and strangers, I have no right to not tell them a comfortable amount of information to what they are giving me funding for. You know what I mean?
2: Makes sense. Yeah. That's genuine. Yeah. And
3: I, 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 I've lived my life that entire way. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't ever think that it's, right to just not be just straight honest with people it just it, it's it doesn't make any sense to me that goes with destiny as well like it did where i know we're like super sidetracked and that happens. adhd brain go burr and <laughs> anyway but i mean the same thing goes for destiny like i was talking i we were talking about this earlier like the community is i think the community as a whole like at its core is great I love them. I think they're awesome people. But you do have those people, those elitists and or people that think that everything needs to revolve around one specific aspect of the game. Otherwise, the whole game is garbage. Their problem is, is they forgot what Destiny is about at its core. It's about community, helping each other to do better things in the game, achieve more in the game and get through, you know, the game and its activities together. It's not about who it? it's not a pissing contest it's not about who who can do this better or who can do this faster who's got the best built who cares who cares
2: mm-hmm.
3: it's destiny
2: <laughs> you make it how you want it to be and then you just enjoy the you know the, the friendships you make along the way with the people yeah. and things like that
1: you carve out your own path in the game and that's yeah. that's what makes it really cool and special
3: yeah
2: it, they named it appropriately destiny Destiny. yeah
3: yeah it just does suck though when you get like new people that want to come in and they're like well i don't know because i didn't i've been wanting to get into it but i'm scared to because like you know x y and z person told me that i can't because i don't have this gear i don't know this and i'm like man those kinds of people should not be in this community and i'm not sorry about that they they don't deserve the sense of community that bungie has given us over the last ten years." they ruin it for new players i loved when root of nightmares was like kind of simple and like easy to follow and i liked that they made it very easily accessible for new players to come in with beyond uh, with lightfall like i love lightfall at its core i love it i think it's fantastic because i'm excited because i get to see a bunch of little baby blueberries running around and i'm like yes more babies i love it i just i, I don't understand the problem with seeing people new people come in and start to learn to love a game that you have loved for so long like why does that upset people i don't
2: get it yeah i don't understand why people gotta yuck other people's yum you know like it's like if they like it then you know let them enjoy it i've never heard that
3: before and i'm you you need to you need to you need to trademark that because that's a good one (laughs)
1: love that we're gonna work on that yes you know you you mentioned that you know you um you've been dealing with some challenges as a content creator and i'm 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 curious being a content creator going through cancer like what is that like like are there days when you don't want to play video games like i i can't even imagine right you mean so like
3: yeah but, my whole philosophy with that, too, is just like i i can't I can only do so much to change it. So there's no point in being sad about it until I hear from somebody that what you have is a be all end all. There is no point in being miserable constantly. There's no point in just trying to be. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, right? I, I am a little pessimistic about it because I've been juggled around by doctors for the last three years. I'm currently getting juggled around by one very annoying, very aggravating, but there there's just no point. I, if I'm miserable all the time, it's going to it's just going to make it's not going to help anything. Uh, so I just got to I just kind of have to put it in the back of my mind and, you know, occasionally it'll hit me in the middle of stream or it'll hit me before. And I'll be like, Hey guys, like, I gotta be honest with you. I'm not feeling it. This is why. And you know, most of the time they're like, that's not all of the time. I say most of the time. I mean, all of the time they're like, it's fine. We get it. Go lay down. Do what you need to do. But I, I just, I have to find the, the time and the, the want to just sit down and play games with, with, with chat or, you know, with them on discord or even just watch a movie with them. Like I got to find time. At some point, because it's not fair to them to just leave them hanging. Because I'm having a bad day, regardless of what I'm going through, I'm not going to shut them out. They, 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 they're there to help.
4: (laughs) That's really admirable of him.
3: Uh, It's the bare minimum, in my opinion, (laughs) that I can do.
4: Thank you for sharing.
1: No, that's it's not easy to share such a um intimate thing and, and to share struggle right i I, and i think that it's really admirable for you to become a source of inspiration
4: for other people who may be dealing with a similar circumstance i can hope so so on a more positive note what are
1: your thoughts on the current state of destiny 2 with lightfall and season of defiance
4: this season
3: i i really honestly have no complaints right now (laughs) i know that main pv uh people that main pvp probably have a couple but even somebody that's just like casual pvp i am not there's not really a lot that's irking me if anything at all i think the only thing that like peeved me just a little bit Why is that
0: save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon shop these deals at your local kroger less than five miles away or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
3: I'm reducing Legendary Campaign's difficulty. I was like, okay, listen, I went through the whole peepo pain of all of that. And it's supposed to be painful. Like, let it be painful. Because it feels so much better when you get it done. Mm Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't really. I, I'm not really one to complain about the current state of anything and or metas. I don't. I don't run with them anyway. I mean, I'm running an arc build where I I slap things, <laughs> and people get mad at me for it. And I'm like, and I run outbreak. Like people, I like my solo duality run. I've gotten like a lot of backseaters who are like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Because like, it works. Ermi lament a glaive and the uh cold front the uh the, the smg from solstice that's what i'm rocking through most of duality
2: and people freak out about it i've not found a good glaive yet um i'm just I'm using the sure. enigma
3: that's all i'm using
2: that's like the first one you get right yep Ooh, excuse me oh, nice.
3: yep so i i mean i'm It's very hard for me to talk about meta and things like that, unfortunately, because I just, I never, I never pay attention to them. I pay attention to like, you know, like minor buffs and in nerfs and stuff like that. Like, I'm very excited uh, that, you know, auto rifles got buffed here recently um, and SMGs and stuff. And then, you know, pulse rifles and everything are doing more damage to red bars. Apparently that's stacked with a recent exotic buff too. So Outbreak is just uh, shredding uh, a lot. It makes me so happy. And then the baby Graviton Lance is getting its own personal buff uh, soon. And I'm very excited about that too.
1: Yeah, and and we're going to dive into all that in just a bit. And there's a lot of changes coming to both the Crucible and just overall. Um, I think um, I was actually really surprised to see... Bungie release all of the Crucible updates that they announced last week because it, it it seems to me like Bungie is putting focus largely away from Crucible, but it seems
3: like that
1: may not fully be the case there.
3: I don't think so either. It's never black and white with them like that. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, Bungie. Bungie is a really interesting company. I think they have, you know, very, um, set path with where they want the game to be, and I think that the way that they look at it is in the form of stages, where you know each season is an opportunity for them to tackle one aspect of the game. And unfortunately, it's not happening fast enough for where the players want. Right? I think a lot of destiny players they just want
4: progress to happen faster than bungie is able to deliver at the moment
3: probably faster than they've ever been able to deliver and that i mean that's another reason why i just don't understand why people constantly complain about it like even again you've been playing this game for how long and you don't expect this by now (laughs) that's just that's just a me thing though really i've i'm very just like i'm very laid back with it unless they do something super detrimental like put crypto in the game god forbid then yeah i'm gonna have a gripe or
2: two or 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 trading what about Uh, trading no don't make this borderlands
3: (laughs) never i'll cry i agree i'll cry you know what i want in destiny
1: i want forge mode i want for us to be able to create our own maps and just that
3: would be fun
2: just like somebody said i think at one point we talked about we had this discussion with i think that will come at the end of destiny or when you know they decide after what's after final shape and then they give us an you know something to create our own content in the game and everything like our own kind of strikes and missions and whatnot i think that'd be so fun (laughs) yeah
1: so vex what is next for you in your journey in this community in destiny
3: honestly i just the biggest the biggest goal is um i want to and i, I set this goal for myself and it's it's going to take a long time but i'm going to get there eventually or a couple i guess all of this is going to take a long time uh, <laughs> but i want to i want to get all of my solo flawless dungeons done I want to challenge myself more. I want to do solo flawless with like different challenges, as like no artifact mods or all of one weapon, you know, stuff like that. Um, a specific busted subclass or something. And then I want to get to, I'd like to see 1000 Sherpas on each raid. And I would like to be a very, very prominent, um, part of the destiny community as like as a vtuber right like there are destiny 2 vtubers but i want to be one where you think destiny 2 you think holy shit vex destiny 2 vtuber interesting loud obnoxious (laughs) but just there and very present in in the community and everything that she does that, that, that that's that's very like I want to get like Gethalian level of of notoriety in Destiny someday. That that that's that's the big the big goal. What's next for me is just keep going, keep doing what I'm doing, and just keep doing my best all the time.
2: Do your best and forget the rest. Ah, uh, well, I don't want to forget the rest. <laughs> well, not forget, but you know. Tony Horton said that when, you Forget know, about people 20.
3: that don't want to see me succeed.
2: <laughs> yeah. Forget those people.
3: There will always be those people, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. which is weird. And it makes no sense. I don't know why. You, I don't know why I'm playing a game.
1: Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. It was such a pleasure to learn about your journey in this community and everything that you've achieved here and everything that you do and we do we do have a couple more things to talk about here on the show so we are not done yet so don't go leaving yet guardians
3: oh yeah no do not
1: we're gonna dive Hmm. into a few more things here and i know the next topic shadow price has a lot of interest in because it specifically pertains to an activity that's near and dear to him shadow price the crucible (laughs) We got Go some big updates about the Crucible, and in fact, um, there were so many things there. We're we're going to summarize it, but I'm 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 curious for the both of you here. Uh, we're going to talk Crucible with Lightfall being launched, and we now have several weeks into season twenty. Lots of updates are live with everything from an overhauled build crafting system to fresh seasonal weapons and loot bungie is making some pretty big changes to crucible with rewards and how that will be implemented mid-season and beyond shadow price what did we learn this past week about crucible changes
2: well, just like you are vex, uh, let's say you're a masochist in some ways. I, I, I'm a masochist when it comes to Crucible.
3: Oh <laughs> like, yeah, no, see, that, and... I can't, I can't do that. I, 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 I would rather poke myself in the eye with a fork.
2: <laughs> I get my ass kicked over and over again, and I'm, I come back for more. <laughs> so that's me with Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, for all the times I get my ass kicked, I do deal out the. Uh, oh yeah. Weekend too so um but uh yeah what we have here is uh we have different playlists and offerings so the things that they are bringing here is there's updates to the map and game mode is now waiting and that's now live uh here's some more stuff clash is leaving quick play and that's happening mid-season and there's gonna be some new connection based matchmaking which uh will be a crucible rotator coming mid-season uh and uh so also the FTMM that's uh fire team based matchmaking has replaced freelance. So you guys remember what freelance was in the game where you just like solo queued basically. Yep. So now they they have fire team based matchmaking. So it's almost like acts just like kind of like freelance in a way. Like if you go in solo like you I think it's like eighty percent of the time, eighty to ninety percent. You'll be going up against also other solo players, which is pretty cool. Um, so there's also loose skill based match, loose skill based matchmaking, um, and those settings are are changing mid season. Um, competitive division. Here's some changes for that. These are all like bullet points where they're gonna we're gonna go more into depth. Um, so there's gonna be competitive matchmaking and skill rating for the competitive division. Uh, Future skill ranking and matchmaking system adjustments. There's going to be some upcoming competitive rewards that will be mid-season and beyond. Quality of life improvements, also for mid-season and beyond. And Iron Banner trial and Trials of Osiris. Uh, So also, there's going to be the upcoming Iron Banner plans. Uh, These are the bullet points for this. Uh, That's going to be in future seasons. So and also there's going to be Trials of Osiris Labs with matchmaking rules. That's going to be later this season. Uh, We're going to get a preview of season 21 trials changes. And there's going to be some new and returning game modes. Uh, You're going to get we're going to even see Countdown Classic. We're going to that was remember guys remember Countdown. That was like in the beginning of Vanilla D2 when they took out out the six V6s. And it was a four V4 there for a bit. Um, Yep. Yeah, so they're going to have also different mod modification or different uh, variations of that game mode. Uh, Countdown Respawn, uh, Countdown Rush, and a new, a brand new uh, mode is going to be called Checkmate. And we're going to dive into that more later. So uh, first off, uh, what do you guys think of the current Crucible roadmap?
1: Um, I think it's interesting what they're doing because it seems like they're... Bringing in a lot of quality of life changes. They're trying to play
4: around with uh, skill-based matchmaking and to find a balance. Um, I'm just... There's one thing that I'm really turned
1: off by this whole article. And it is a lack of information about any new maps, which is like... In my opinion the biggest thing that's lacking from Crucible is the fact that we do not have new maps and content that we can enjoy and play. So like while it's great they're increasing the weight of certain maps like Javelin and Burnout, Rusted Lands, Midtown and Wormhaven, I still think that not getting any type of um information about what is on the horizon with new maps i think it's a little discomforting
2: yeah you know what i would like to see new maps myself um being a pvp player that i am i mean i do enjoy pve like just as much as i do right pvp uh crucible but uh i do like to see new maps because you know, it's just it freshens it up a little bit, you know, and you, you play the same map over and over again. I can only see Eternity or Wormhaven so many times before I'm like, oh, Wormhaven again, you know. So it's like it just, you know, it just gives, breathes more life into the into the game modes.
3: I, so, I just I also just want new uh new maps on no oh, Gambit and. Oh, regular crucible. God.
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> gambit definitely needs an update and an overhaul at some point too
1: (laughs) so here's an interesting question for vex and maybe maybe there isn't anything but is there anything that would make you play the crucible more
3: um maps and uh just honestly probably just maps and people let less people being super super sweaty and toxic but that'll never happen
4: yeah and it, it seems like bungie is trying to address that
1: in the update that they're rolling out with um some of these crucible changes um so they they're they're trying to address it as an example i know that in the article they talked about Increasing the likelihood of matching up against people in your skill range. And they talked about some interesting topics like players who would essentially make new accounts so that they would be able to go up against lesser skilled players, right? And one of the things that they talked about in this article was changing how the Matchmaking system works to where, if you create a new account, very quickly their systems will be able to detect your skill level, and appropriately assign you to where you should be in in, in the whatever bracket. So I'm hoping things like this will help to improve the overall difficulty of um, activities like trials.
2: God, I. I'd hope so, too. It does that loosely right now with like competitive. Uh, You play the seven games and then it puts you in. To a. Your rank, basically, they kind of just like take those seven games and they weight them and they see where your overall skill level is, and they put you like somewhere in one of the divisions based on your performance and things like that. So. So it, you know it's getting there you know it has shades of being a good system I feel like put some more tweaks to it along the way uh, so yeah. there's also there's been so there's going to be now that you say maps actually there's some maps that are going to be you know uh, featured more and things like that going forward Um, so The maps that you're going to see more of are maps uh, Javelin 4, uh, The Burnout, Rusted Lands, Midtown, and Wormhaven. Oh, does that have to be Wormhaven? (laughs) And then uh, the standard weight maps will be Endless Veil, Altar of Flame, Distant Shore, The Fortress, Pacifica, Radiant Cliffs, Bannerfall, Eternity, Widow's Court, Fragment, and Vostok. And then the reduce weight ones, these are the ones you're going to likely, less likely to be playing on these maps, is Junction, Cathedral of Dusk, Twilight Gap, Dead Cliffs for Clash only, Anomaly, uh, it's been added back into the playlist at a reduced rate, and Cauldron, which has also been added back at a reduced rate for Clash only. And then they're removing Exodus Blue and Convergence from that playlist. Um... And I believe that is uh, going to be happening sometime in this season. Um, There's some also more upcoming changes in this mid-season's mid-20 patch. Uh, So Clash will be leaving the Quick Play playlist and leaving only Control. And it will be replaced by Iron Banner when that is active. And then both playlists will continue to lose skill-based matchmaking but they're making some changes to the parameters as they go on. And there, the skill-based matchmaking is going, it's basically, it's going to test the connection filters and the latency windows. There's just a lot of uh, technical things going to be happening in the background. And they said, it doesn't mean you'll now see lag in the crucible. Um, but it does mean that matchmaking will try to only expand connection quality brackets as a last resort. Once the available skill and fire team size options have been
4: exhausted. So in
2: addition, they said they're splitting the current rotator into two separate playlists where they're going to rotate the game modes weekly and use connection based matchmaking with no plans to change it. And they're going to put Clash, Rift, and Zone Control in the Crucible Relentless Rotator. And then in the Crucible Party Rotator is going to be Mayhem, Scorched, and Momentum Control. And they said that those modes are significantly uh, modified the general Destiny Sandbox, and they play different from the normal Crucible. And that all remaining fire freelance mo- mo- nodes have been removed with the uh, Fire Team based matchmaking in place. And they said... Uh, and then here's kind of like if you're looking at the crucible update and the Bungie posts you can see what the map what the uh ui will look like basically in there so uh did you guys have any thoughts on any of this yet
3: i generally again i generally it's hard for me to talk about pvp stuff because i just i don't play it enough although i am sad about the clash i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> <coughs> Excuse yeah. me, holy.
2: It's leaving the quick play for us, right? And uh, Edge. Yeah. I mean, control yeah. is okay, though, because that's what we're used to. We know control, I guess. But Clash is more like a, you know, team deathmatch game mode.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would say that, like, it's encouraging to see Bungie talk about the Crucible. So, like, in that respect, I think these are all positive things. But we won't really know the impact of these changes until they actually roll out, because oftentimes Bungie will promise something in terms of features, and it may not always work out
4: the way they plan. So,
2: Yeah. So... There is a bunch of graphs, and they got they gathered a bunch of data for how the fire team uh, matchmaking is uh, occurring. And I'm not going to go over each one of these because there's a lot here. But why don't you tell us
4: about one?
1: Tell us about one of the any one specific um, data point that really sticks out to you.
2: Um, well, I, I guess the one that sticks out to me, I guess, is uh, let's see. So, if you went in a fire team size of one uh, yourself, and then everybody was in the fire team, uh, by them it was like a thirty-nine percent chance that you were going to be in a um, in a uh, solo fire team by yourself, going uh, everybody, you know, solo queuing. Basically, but they also said if you ran with a full fire team of six, you matched against other full fire teams over 95 percent of the time. So, you know, that that's that's accurate, you know, because you don't want a six, uh, six team full fire team going up against like a team of one or two because they'll just get stomped.
1: Yeah. You know, no, of course you want to make sure it's all balanced and
2: yeah, you no know, fair. And they said on the 3v3 front, we removed the freelance option at the start of season 20 and added fire team base matchmaking in the competitive division playlist. And they've seen the following team comparisons where if you went in by yourself, you would match up with solo players 80.4% of the time, which is, that's a pretty good ratio. And then if you went in with three, you will match up with another team of three 98% of the time. So you know, that's, that's, that's pretty uh substantial. And I'd have to say, I, I, I you know, I like this data that I'm seeing because it, they're, I think that's what they want to achieve. They want to achieve some sort of balance.
4: Yeah, no, absolutely. Which is
3: what everybody's been asking for. Also, I had sent you a message. I am so sorry. Uh, oh, which is what everybody's been asking for, for a long time. And uh, hopefully that'll put like the PvP buffs at peace too, because Bungie's trying to do something. But you never know with them. Oh yeah. I just, I, p- people can't be pleased no matter what changes they make, no matter what they do. Every someone's going to have something to complain about. But I am glad that Bungie is trying to do things for the PvP community as well as the PVE.
4: Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, if they broke, don't fix it, right? <laughs> that's what uh,
2: Dark Shadow had to say. All the time. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, it's like trying to achieve balance, you know, making sure that something that doesn't get too out of control and it just, like, wrecks shop everywhere, you know, and, and and they let it, you know, they let it do its thing for a while until they have to come in and, you know, put put the hammer down on it. So, you know, it's, it's just how it is. Um, so this is an interesting graph. Um, basically, there's a distribution of rank for the competitive playlist, and they took a data of 30 different games. So they started out with the, so there's seven different divisions, and it starts at Copper, and it goes all the way to ascend it. So as the graph shows, uh, copper people that were in the Copper division with 30-plus games were only 1%. And then 6% for bronze, 23% for silver. That's where probably, well, most of the people actually were in gold, 34%. That's the highest. And then it started going down from there, platinum at 26%, adept at 7%, and then the very top players are ascendant at 3%. So um, what do you guys think of that? How that is uh distributed amongst the competitive division it's a different
3: rank system without actually being ranked then
2: yeah i was in the gold like they all did. they're taking the data from last season pretty much and when it first they first brought it in and i i got to gold i didn't get to platinum sad face i really wanted the uh the triumph i mean i, I still get it this season but it's just You know taking me longer to do it
1: yeah i mean i think these are all interesting changes right um i'm hoping that it alleviates some of the problems that are currently existing in the crucible and it makes connecting with people within a similar skill set easier to do um Mm -hmm. we'll have to wait and see i think it's all streamlining the overall system and i think that's all for the better And I also like the fact that they are bringing back crucible labs. So that will give them a chance to, you know, experiment a little bit more into really get the player feedback that will allow for them to really build upon the crucible a
4: little bit more than they have been.
2: Yeah. So this is what people really want to know. Who's playing crucible Um, competitive rewards. So I mean, I feel like we haven't had good competitive rewards since we... They took Luna's the particles. <laughs> uh yeah, the recluse, you know, the not forgotten. Talk talking about the
1: recluse. <laughs> not
2: here. <laughs> Revoker. Oh, no. <laughs> all those oh, awesome man. weapons. All the good weapons. Yeah. All the weapons you could just, like, recluse a mountaintop taking a PvE and wreck. Thanks. <laughs> So basically, they say, they pose the question, now on the other half, what do I get for playing in the highly competitive playlist? So they say, currently you can get an increase in Crucible rank multiplier based on your current division, or works in all playlists. You get one roll of the Rose Hand Cannon each week per character for participating. Uh, you find out where you stand among the rest of the Destiny PvP community. You can earn the Glorious Seal, which I'm trying to get, by reaching Platinum, or Guild it by reaching Adept as well as a number of other crucible related triumphs they say on one large note at the start of season twenty we shipped a bug where players could claim glorious or dredgen titles without completing all the intended triumphs they say that in a mid-season patch glorious and dredgen seal and guild claims will be reverted and the errant triumphs will be removed so they say that any players who have completed all of the intended Triumphs will immediately be able to claim their seal or guild. And that players who were only able to claim because of mistakenly included Triumphs will need to complete the regular Triumphs to reclaim. And veteran players with multiple guilds of Dredgen will maintain their guild counts through this change. So they go on to say that they we want the competitive division to have more rewards to chase for the dedicated PvP players. So they, And when they introduced this into Season 19, this new system, that they promised more information. So they're saying that at mid-season patch during Season 20, Lord Shaxx will have a new emblem for you if you're Ascendant 3 or higher. And there will be a stat tracker that allows you to put your current competitive digit vision rank number on the PvP emblems. And at the start of Season 21, the Rose hand cannon will be replaced by a new competitive division-only sniper for participation in the playlist. And they say they plan on adding new weapons to the competitive division every other season. And Rose will be available again in the future season, but will be unattainable during Season 21. Lord Shaxx will have a new Season 21 Ascendant Emblem, and they're adding a new Ascendant Emblem and retiring the previous one each season. And they say that Lord Shaxx will also have a transmat effect for all players who reach Silver Three or above, and that not only this is the trans not only is this transmat the first one you can earn directly through gameplay, but also uses some text so it can change its appearance based on the current competitive division. So, what do you guys think of some of these uh, changes that are going to be coming in the uh, competitive playlist? That's a cool emblem, I feel like. know if you guys had a chance to see it
3: i haven't but my my whole thing with it is as long as i'm getting different rewards i'm good
4: yeah yeah absolutely i think it's always good to have more stuff to acquire in the game so i think it's a
1: welcoming change
4: Mm -hmm.
1: i also like the fact that they are leaning towards trying to make destiny a little bit more competitive in the crucible. By retiring the old emblem and image, creating a new one. So it gives
4: you a new reason to play every season.
2: Yeah. And the fact that they're going to bring a, a weapon back in uh, season 21. It sucks that we're, you know, but I mean, season 21 is next season, so that's not actually too long. From now we're in season 20 correct are we in season 20 i had, i think i we believe <laughs> i think it's season 20 i'm pretty sure it is <laughs> yeah i believe so okay so yeah we'll start to get it next season the uh he didn't mention
1: new... that we were gonna start seeing some of these changes in the middle of season um yeah the current one season twenty. yeah
2: that that emblem you're going to be able to get it mid-season Yeah, if you got to get to ascendant three or higher, though. Oh, my God, I can't even get to platinum. So I can only imagine.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but we'll get there. We're going to keep you all posted on that. Yeah. So what do you think about these changes, Shadow Price? Are you are you excited about these Crucible changes?
2: I like some of these changes. Yes, Um, I like the fact that they're going to be giving you like you're going to get a chance to earn a weapon again. Like it almost kind of like you know through how the pinnacles were, um. So I like that that they're gonna add a weapon back because I mean you know you can only chase emblems for like so long and be just like you know, so motivated. many right. You, you can't equip multiple at the same time. You can't shoot your emblem. So I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just saying, you know, we interact with guns, weapons in the game. You know, that's that's like. That's the bread and butter. That's that's what we do. Like to shoot things in the face. So, <laughs> um, I just I, I like that. I like that they're gonna be, you know, having another <laughs> an emblem, and you know, it's just uh, I, I like him. You know, it's. I I still wish we had, we had some more new maps coming. You know, I'm still. I know. I know.
1: That's the theme. We need new maps so do yeah. you think that these uh matchmaking updates are going to make meaningful changes to the
2: game i think over time they will they might not at first you know because i mean you know pe- people till people get it in their hands and then test things out you know and Bungie's going to be like you know watching people you know You know collecting data and things like that you know so they know where to tweak things they know where to make the adjustments that they need to that so that they're gonna have all the data that they need you know i feel like and it's just nice that they're actually they have a plan in mind for pvp they're not just gonna kill it like some people thought
1: yeah no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's exciting that they are thinking about the Crucible, so we'll definitely have to stay on top of these changes and keep y'all posted on this. Any any last any last comments that you want to add on the Crucible updates that we got last week?
2: Oh, there's there's so much in here. Like I mean, they, they're just they they're touching all parts of the Crucible, which is nice, you know, and they're um, they're trying to breathe life back into it and, you know, get people excited to play it just as much as they do for people who play raids and nightfalls and dungeons and things like that. You know, get it, get people to interact with it, because once, you know, people who like to do. The dungeons and raids and things like that you know that they try to master those you know things Yeah, it's just you want to also bring that into pvp you know the people who like pvp who like both aspects of the game like myself because there's no other game I feel like where you can bring the stuff you earn in the world in the game and then bring it into pvp and you know just really get to let loose with the weapons and everything
1: But, Guardians, we are not done yet. We still got one more thing to talk about. We have a TWAB. Shadow Price, did you get to check out the TWAB
2: this week? I did not. Full disclosure, I did not.
1: So we have a uh, really big TWAB. Well, it's not that big, but it's, it's important stuff that kind of surprised me anyways because I am a little bit behind on the story, so I'm not up to date on everything. So if you don't want spoilers, Guardians, then don't read the update from this week, and you might want to go tune out for a few minutes. But um, the first thing that we learned about in this week's Bungie Weekly update is that our great Amanda Holiday, uh, she passed on she uh ended up getting um killed off in the game apparently something that was kind of surprising to me so we are mourning the loss of our mechanic amanda holiday um that's kind of surprising to me honestly
2: yeah very uh the fact that Bungie would spoil it in their weekly update is uh, also surprising to me i haven't even played this yet content (laughs) Uh, because i'm a little behind right now in the yeah uh, and like
1: it it seems really interesting that bungie would talk about something that is so critical to the storyline i mean it seems like they maybe would want more people to play through the content but i guess it came out last week so maybe that's kind of okay what do you all think about this let us know in chat too are you guys cool
4: with bungie pretty much telling us hey this happened
2: yeah i mean i'm i'm kind of floored by it because yeah like just kind of out of nowhere that they uh decided but i mean i i still don't know everything up to this point of how it happens and how i have to play through the 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 content right now we gotta play through it
1: to to find out but um so yeah that was mentioned in the update there are some previews for a mid-season update that is coming and that was uh shared by the destiny 2 dev team we have um some questions that were answered about a particular weapon that people are searching for. We're going to learn more about that. And there is a slew of updates that Bungie player support team is working on addressing. But first, we will talk about our great late Amanda Holiday. Amanda Holiday gave up her life to help those around her for those who needed protection and safety. She sacrificed herself for a cause she believed in,
4: and it's for our jobs as guardians to make her proud. And uh, I think uh, she was a really awesome
1: character.
2: Yeah, she was with us from the beginning.
1: Yeah, she was there and uh, i will always remember her interactions with cade 6 yeah and 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 all of her lines in destiny 1 i think she was a very special character and it's it's kind of it's really sad you know it's really sad to see her go and it's like i mean it's always sad to see a character that you enjoy in the game uh leave us but um especially amanda yeah. And, uh, Liana actually had some really sweet words to say about uh, Amanda Holiday in the TWAB. Uh, Liana actually wrote the TWAB this week. And I wanted to share with you all what she wrote. She wrote the following. We wanted to pay tribute to the incredible Amanda Holiday. Last week, we all said goodbye to a character that proudly walked the Guardian's path in every way but her title. Holiday gave her life during Season of Defiance, but she did so in the most Amanda way possible. Like a compassionate badass with a capital B. No matter her trials, her heart never shed away from caring about those around her, even when her mind begged more to be reserved. We saw it with friendship, with Crow, and against all odds. We saw it with small ways that she showed our vanguard that she was there to support all of them. She also saw it with each time that we spoke to her,
4: even if we just needed a little ship tune-up. That's really sweet. Yeah, yeah, it is. That is really sweet, um, parting words. And, um... Thank you to Amanda Holiday for all of the awesome memories. Yeah. But Guardians, there's a few more things we're going to talk about. Lightfall
1: campaign is getting some changes. Lightfall campaign is getting nerfed, actually. So if you are looking to play through the Legend campaign, might be a good time to do it now. They are reducing the legend and master enemy HP scalers for non boss combatants. Bungie will be reducing the enemy HP for all non raid and dungeon legend and master activities by 10%. They are reducing the co op enemy HP scaler in legendary Avalon by 33% in the full fire team variation. They are reducing the Hawthorne's Weekly Challenge Commendations target from 20 to 5. That's a pretty big change. And we're getting further updates to the Guardian ranks if prior changes were not enough. Um, and this will pertain to reaching ranks 7, 8, and 9. Previously, you needed to have a commendation score of... 460 to get to rank seven, and now it will be 200. Uh, to get to rank eight, you needed 790, and now that is being updated to 477. And lastly, for season rank nine, you needed 1290 before, and now you will need 910. Shadow Price, do you have any thoughts on all of this?
2: I'm fine with that because, like, you know, for me, I've already achieved those accommodation scores. I, I, I believe if I'd have to check, I think I'm somewhere in the 13 or 1400s, you know, for my accommodation scores. And, you know, say you're like a, I don't know, sole player or something, you know, and you got to play the activities that. Are gonna reward accommodations for one, like any like Crucible and Nightfalls and Gambit and all those things, you know. So I mean they weren't totally unachievable, these numbers before, but I think it just you know it helps everybody out. And as far as the legendary campaign going down in difficulty, I think some people are gonna be annoyed by that because then they'd be like, Oh my god, you took you know, the challenge out of legendary mode. It's supposed to be hard, you know. If I were to change anything about it, I would say give like like uh, another difficulty mode. Like if you're going to nerf the legendary mode, like make like a I don't like a master mode then or something. Yeah. You know, so So,
1: I, I, I kind of agree. I think that like. Getting rid of legendary mode, I I just don't, I don't know if changing it was the best idea. And again, I don't have data that Bungie probably has that will impact their decisions behind what they're doing. But my feeling is that playing through the campaign, I really enjoyed legendary campaign. So for me, that difficulty was right on where it should be right and i feel like by making it easier i think that you're essentially making the overall game easier and i don't know if at that point you're actually taking away from the game because like think about this it would take you beforehand x amount of hours to complete the campaign because i mean you had to just go slower right you you really had to strategize and really plan out your your playthrough and your character and Mm. i feel like now more so than before that legendary campaign should be easier just from the fact that you've unlocked all of your strand and you've unlocked more of your abilities so i don't know if this will make the game better
2: or they could have just made like um, I don't know. Uh, oh wait, they already have a heroic mode, don't they? Uh, I was gonna say like if I mean, cause I don't, I wouldn't say like the normal campaign. It's just normal, right? So if there's like a normal heroic and legendary, now correct me if I'm if there already is a heroic mode or whatever. Maybe they just need a master mode after that. You know, like normal heroic, legendary, and the master or something. You know, it's just that
1: that would definitely add a greater challenge to it. But then at that point, like, what is your incentive to play master mode? They would have to create more incentives to
2: right red borders, like guaranteed red borders,
1: red borders. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Guaranteed red borders per like mission or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: and then we got weapon tuning. Weapon tuning is another topic that Bungie really um, talked a lot about. And we're just going to skim through it because there's a lot here. But in heroic and legendary content, you should be more likely to one-shot red bar enemies, depending on the weapon type. And even in Grandmasters, Bungie has um, reduced the amount of shots that it takes to kill certain uh, red bar and orange bar enemies in the following ways. They increased damage for the following weapons against red bar and orange bar enemies in PvE. Auto rifles. They increased that by 25%.
4: Holy smokes.
1: Hand cannons and sidearms. Increased by 20%. Scout rifles had a
4: 10% increase and submachine guns and bows are being untouched at the moment. Any thoughts on this?
2: The auto rifle 25% that's huge that 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 is such a big like percentage difference you know how fast, like, some of those enemies are going to die now <laughs> with a 25% buff and auto rifles? Oof. That's 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 a lot. It's a it's it's pretty big damage. But I, I, I kind of like that because I don't know. I I like auto rifles because you don't have to think. You just kind of point and aim, you know, spray and pray kind of. So it's nice that you're going to be, you know, you don't have to feel like you have to shoot them forever because I'll tell you what, in some of those uh, lost sectors, my God, you have to put so many bullets into some of those enemies. I feel like into the, into the master lost sectors. So um, I kind of like that, that they're going to be buffing the auto rifles and, and the hand cannons too, because I like to use hand cannons and I feel like they fell off recently, but with a 20% increase in damage, I think that's that'll be a good thing.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that they're going to have to. Um, Fine tune a bit more because I think at this point, my concern is that. With the increased um boost that you're getting from them just making activities easier in addition to all of these changes i think that it could potentially make the campaign too easy and that's one one of the things that i think could potentially be a side effect of this that being said i think auto rifles definitely need a boost um they just weren't really that effective, so I think that that one was that makes sense. But like pulse rifles getting a twenty percent buff on top of everything else, I I just think it's a bit too much, and I think that it's going to make the game so easy where legendary is going to feel more like normal mode, and normal mode is going to feel like I don't know what.
2: Yeah, oh, normal it, mode would be uh, like easy.
1: I don't, I don't know if I like this in combination with the other changes that they're doing. But overall, auto rifles, I think, should get a buff. But my concern is just the campaign being way too easy. And then yeah. we got different archetypes that were impacted. We have submachine guns. We have ICALOS. Uh Big changes coming to that. They are removing the tuning in the custom scope, causing this weapon to have significantly less recoil than intended. The recoil will now be in line with other aggressive frame SMGs. So
2: if
1: you had your fun in the game with your Ikelos, it is going to be brought back
4: in line with other SMGs. I'm a little sad about that. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I was about to say, what do you feel about that?
1: <laughs> I'm a little sad because i I worked really, really hard to get my Red Border Iclos and to not be able to enjoy it in its maximum effectiveness. I'm a little sad, but, you know. Yeah. Hopefully the game is not as broken, I guess, because of it. So we'll have to wait and see TBD on that. Fusion rifles are going to get an increase in burst damage by 15% from 245
4: to 260. And the damage in PvE will remain unchanged.
2: Trace yeah, they're actually rifles, not getting uh, nerfed. They're getting buffed for a change. Yeah. Jesus. So
1: all buffs there. Uh, trace rifles... They're increasing the base damage by 4% from 12 to 12.5. They are reducing the precision hit multiplier from 1.4x to 1.35x. And lastly, they are increasing the effectiveness of stability and reducing the flinch by 10% at
4: 100 stat. Any thoughts on that? Um, oh, the
2: recoil. Oh, reduced, reduced recoil by 50%. That's a good thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I've been flinched so much lately using my sniper rifle. Like, I can't even aim a shot lately. So it's nice that they're coming through and uh, making this change. And they're increasing the total ammunition. So I'm happy about that. I really am. Because you know me. I like to snipe. I like to use my uh, cloud strike. Oh, yeah. And I was getting like flinched like you wouldn't believe by every gun. So I really like that change. You know, I mean, because uh, nothing's worse when you're trying to aim down sight and you just can't put the sight on target at all because you're just getting bounced everywhere.
1: Yeah, and and sniper rifles are getting a reduction recoil by 50% and there is going to be an increase in total ammo by 30%, and that's accounting for your magazine and your reserves.
2: Yeah.
4: Music to my things, ears. Not
1: done yet. We got exotic updates coming. The final warning will no longer mark targets through Titan barricades. Got updates to everybody's favorite Terraba. they're reducing the amount of ravenous beast energy generated when taking damage from three percent to one percent reducing
4: the zoom from 16 to 15. and if you are a fan of revision zero uh
1: fourth times a charm is getting some updates there too uh so fourth times a charm will reset when entering hunter's trace it will have increased pve damage of the hunter's trace rounds by 25 percent and um increased pve damage of the hockey heavy burst rounds by 75 percent so lots of updates there any anything really that stands out for you shadow price
2: Auto rifles and sniper rifles welcome changes I feel like definitely for the sniper rifle and it's funny they have a picture of the cloud strike in the Bungie weekly update so they know exactly what I'm talking about that I was just getting flinched to high heaven every time I was shooting it so I do like that change a lot.
1: And then we also got some really awesome art. So make sure to check that out in the Bungie weekly update or this week at Bungie. Lots of wallpapers for you to check out. Lots of really cool art for you to make your desktop a little bit more destiny themed. So do check Ooh, that out. Pretty. And we got a few more things to talk about guardians. We have a few updates PSA for season 21. So hard to believe that we're already talking about season 21, but Here are a few previews that you can look forward to. A sweeping rework of the weapon hipfire reticle to better display useful information to players, including accuracy, aim assist, charge stat, exotic perk stat, and more. So stay tuned for that. The aggressive frame SMG will be getting further updates. So, something to Get ready for a 10% PVE buff to sniper rifle damage will be coming shadow price. I bet you're going to be excited for that.
2: Oh yeah. Any reason to use my sniper rifle more. Yep.
1: And finally, they are having some buff adjustments made uh, where more than a dozen exotic weapons, including Graviton lands and Salvation's grip will be impacted So, Guardians, make sure to keep an eye out for that. We will absolutely keep you all up to date on all of these updates and changes. We also have updates from the Destiny player support team.
2: BPS. We have
1: loadout crashes, um, Guardian rank updates, and a few more PSAs to make you aware of. And first up we're going to talk about loadout crashes. Bungie is aware of an issue where attempting to equip certain loadouts can cause the game to crash for players. Bungie is recommending that players experiencing the weasel code error when equipping loadouts to ensure that the class items you are using are updated versions of the empowered finish mod um that is noted in hotfix 7.0.0.6 you can go ahead and read more about that in
4: the bungie weekly update for the 31st of march
2: now you've been having problems with your pc crashing is it any have I anything have to do with of these problems with
1: my pc crashing but i don't think it's the same yeah, problem they're referring to. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're talking about the game itself crashing. My computer just it's been literally Riven's eyes would pop out as I'm doing the last wish raid, and all of a sudden everything shuts off. My computer shuts off, the power goes out. Riven has taken your computer. The Riven is literally inside my computer. Trying to take over I reached out to Bungie
4: player support. I haven't heard back I Don't know we're gonna have to figure it out But I will keep you all posted on that so Guardians TBD
1: on that Hopefully not too bad with um These crashes because it's been happening quite quite regularly now, right? We got Guardian Ranks, big updates coming to Guardian Ranks, Guardians. Hope you all are excited for that and leveling up your Guardian Ranks. Shadow Price, how are you doing with your Guardian Ranks?
2: Pretty good. I'm at rank seven right now. I'm, uh, I think it's elite, they call it. Uh, So, yeah, I'm um, almost on my way to the next rank, rank eight. I think I'm more than halfway there. So I should be hopefully achieving that sometime next month. How about yourself?
1: Keep us posted, by the way. Um, So I am just about to hit rank seven. I think the only thing that I have to do is like a solo legendary lost sector.
2: Literally, I think they moved them to eight, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, did they? Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure they did. Then I, I think I can do it then.
2: Yeah, you just got to go in and uh, click on them.
1: Oh, so I just have to click a few things and I'll be there. So (laughs) I will see you all in rank seven and beyond. We will keep you posted. But here is what Bungie had to say about Guardian Ranks this week. The accommodation requirements for unlocking Guardian Rank 7, 8, and 9 have been updated. The updated requirements can be viewed in the Guardian Ranks objectives by navigating to the Journey tab. Players must complete and claim all required objectives and then interact with the iron wood tree in the tower to unlock the next guardian rank.
2: It's pretty so cool. Have you, you done that yet? You do
1: that in the tower so you yeah. can unlock your
2: next rank. It's pretty cool when you do it.
1: Yeah. There is a variety of known issues that Bungie made us aware of and I'm going to just quickly list them out so you have a PSA on all of that. The preservation mission in the Throne World is not available for some players, so if you're missing it, it's not just you. Other players are also affected. The Hydroponics Delta Lost Legendary Sector has a longer respawn timer. Veteran players do not receive the correct amount of lore books when they rank up for the first time. That's kind of an oxymoron. If you're a veteran player, wouldn't you have not? Well, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
4: But that's the thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, Reservoir burst explosion with subsistence can sometimes fail to activate on kill. The Adept Trials hand cannon is getting one round less in a magazine than the non-Adept version. Wouldn't that mean that the non-Adept version is better than the Adept version?
2: Yeah, it, it always depends on the perks, but uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Well, hopefully they fix it because, I mean... Probably takes quite a bit of effort to get your adept weapons, especially in trials. So hopefully they get that resolved. The Graviton lift uh, on the Grav lift on Neomuna is tied to framework, causing players with higher frame rates to die upon landing. I had that happen.
4: Mm, mm -hmm.
1: And I thought it was just me and my lack of...
4: Is
2: that the, That's the thing in the raid, damage. right? That thing in the raid that you shoot it and you go flying yeah. basically?
1: Yeah. So it's been my frames this whole time, Guardians. So mm-hmm. if you have this problem and you're playing on PC, hopefully Bungie will have a solution soon. We'll all keep you posted on that. And we got a few more things to talk about here few more updates to make you all aware of the non-lightfall quest showing up under the lightfall quest category is being displayed so if you do not own lightfall could be confusing to some players the hunter gauntlet um, thunder head grips are missing as an ornament for armor synthesis Certain heavy weapon archetypes are not benefiting from equipping a third reserve mod.
4: And players are also not able to equip their unbroken title. Mm. Any thoughts on these problems that we are
1: facing in Destiny so far? Shadow Price, what do you think?
2: I mean, you know. The game is huge. There's so many moving parts in it. Things are... They just happen to break on certain things. You know, you you can't ever plan for it. It just happens. You know, a game that's always online. So many players. So much loot. So much code that you have to write for everything.
1: I'm just happy that I don't have to manage all that like i don't know how they do it yeah clearly
2: i i would i would be lost
1: so guardians for a full list of issues please visit bungie.net there is
4: a extended twab for the uh Last day of March, uh, March
1: 31st. Do make sure to check that out for all of the updates and all the PSAs and to check out some really cool art and some really cool wallpapers that Bungie shared. In addition to that, we do have our movies of the week and our artist of the week. Congratulations to all the
4: winners on getting picked. And that's the TWAB. What do you think, Shadow Price?
2: Um there's a lot of good stuff in here. I'm not going to uh sugarcoat that in any way because I, there there is some amazing sweeping changes that I definitely like. I like all the crucible updates too. I mean it's not part of the TWA, but you can kind of just, you know, put the two together in a way to just show that the you know Bungie is touching the things that need attention and they're always aware of that and they're always listening to player feedback even though sometimes people don't think that we're they're listening to us but they are so I do like the effort the only only thing I have a problem with is the um, there's something it was the what was it oh it was something to do with the Crucible update I think and I well i just think it was just no i'm sorry it was a lack of maps but i'm not i'm not going to dock it for that i'm going to dock this twab for monji oh spoiling what happened to amanda holiday Ooh. that is the only okay. problem i have with all this so i give it a 4.5 um because i like everything that was in here except that that uh spoiler spicy tuna rolls. All
1: right. So we got a 4.5 out of five spicy tuna rolls from Shadow Price. And um, I'm going to probably
4: have to. I'm going to have to say four out of five. Because I think that. They
1: definitely gave us some good information about upcoming changes and they're trying to fix the crucible sandbox which is always a welcoming thing but yeah telling us like a really important storyline from the game itself like i didn't really understand why they started off like that so i would say that is probably a negative for me too i do love all the art they shared this week from the update
5: yeah so i'll be downloading that a positive change
1: Uh, but yeah i'm gonna be a little bit more harsh i'm gonna say four out of five spicy tuna rolls for me and guardians we have come to that time we get to wrap things up for the evening because we got destiny to play we got a lot to do we got trials that is live now we got to go visit and see what he's selling and we have some raids to finish up tonight as well Guardians, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the Destiny Show podcast. Well, listen, but before we let you go, where can the Guardians learn more about you and where can we all find you?
3: Uh, My handle on literally everything that would be uh, Twitch, Twitter, TikTok is literally just all one word V-E-X-M-L-K. Love that. Everything.
1: So make sure to give Vex some love. Uh, and we're going to also post all the links, show some love and support. And Vex, thank you so much for joining us tonight.
3: you were
2: having me. Thanks, Vex. It was awesome.
1: Shadow Price, where can the Guardians learn more about you and what you do?
2: You can follow me on Twitter at ShadowPrice79 and I'll be doing lots of stuff here with the Destiny Show where we have the podcast every Friday night at 8 p.m. Thank you so much for having me. And, Guardians,
1: you can find the Destiny Show podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Apple, we're on Amazon, we're on Spotify, we're on every platform where you enjoy your favorite podcast. You can find us on the web at destinyshow.com. You can find us on Twitter at The Destiny Show. Make sure to tune in every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time right here. On twitch.tv slash the Destiny Show for all of our live episodes. And Guardians, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the Destiny Show podcast. We hope you have an amazing weekend. We hope you have a great evening, and we hope you enjoy Destiny 2 Lightfall. Guardians, we will see you all next week, and we will see you, Star Side.
0: Good night, guardians. Bye bye.